0: Go to King, King will barge over, will he get it down? Yes he does!
1: There's the Premiership! Wilson runs to the line, he's got Buxton with him, it's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try, Joy Jobson's got the try, Window get their second. with the grand final! The You're listening to League Cup, Newcastle
0: 100th home rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. I'm your host, Chris McPherson, and the smell of finals footy is definitely in the air. Today, I am joined by a new appearance. We've been doing a few re- repeat appearances recently, but tonight's co-host, uh, he led Woodbury around for a good part of the season uh, as they battled on and managed to scrape into the finals. A pretty impressive feat. I'm also told he's the uh, better looking of the two Forest boys. Brett Forrest, how are you?
1: Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are
0: you? Yeah, not too bad. Are you laying claim that made you the better looking Forest? No, no, no! I claim the better football, mate. You can have the look. All right, no worries. Well, he, he might try and argue with you. He's still alive in the finals, but that's a whole other. I'll let you two fight that out on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, uh, mate. Um, Woodbury, you know, it was a bit of an up and down season. We won't go too in depth, but uh, probably, you know, uh, achieved more than a few expected with, with making it into the finals. I think you guys would have taken some positives out of that against the odds. Yeah, mate. Definitely,
1: definitely. With have um, some of the, the scores we had put against us to make the series was sensational and. Considering we didn't train at all for about ten weeks straight, um, yeah, it was it was real positive for me. Anyway, I'm sure the boys are pretty proud of themselves. making it to the 70 miles, so. Yeah,
0: and and uh, how how are we looking in terms of we started started the works of 2020. You going back around there? What's happening?
1: Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick around. Still got another couple of years left in the boot,
0: so see how we go. Yeah, you got you got a few of the uh, few of the boys there. Like I mean, you've got a good handful of young guys. There's a couple of bikes there that. Uh, I mean, Willie Playo was old when I was refereeing 10 years ago, so there might be a couple of them that might think about hanging him up. Would
1: you believe it or not, he's
0: going again. Oh, that's beautiful to see, mate. While you still can, why not, Willie? Um, yeah, that's it. He's, I just still feel for when you throw him out in the wing and you see some poor poor young winger getting terrorised by that. So he's a, he's a big bopper and he hits hard still and he can, he can play most positions on the paddock. I probably wouldn't put him in a six or a seven, but a lot of the others he can fill.
1: Yeah, that's it, mate, definitely.
0: Uh, good to hear, mate, and uh, obviously, you know, having a couple of Maitland clubs in those upper grades is pretty crucial to the, the survival of Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League, so hopefully you can get a strong team on the paddock and uh, hopefully it's a bit of a, a smoother year in 2020 for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. It could, could be good
0: to go back to the big deck, but uh got to earn it, I suppose. Yeah, exactly right. Only two, 2 out of 8 on average can make it each year, so you can't, can't have them every year, but uh, again, well done on a pretty solid season where you perform beyond some expectations. We might jump into the League Castle Legends, and uh, mine's a dead heat, actually, and it's from the Newcastle Rugby League, and it's Central and Cessnock. Cessnock, they were written off a couple of weeks ago. They've uh, won a couple of elimination games, had some results go their way, and scraped into the finals, and then claimed a big scalp last week in the Coalfields Derby. And Central, well, I think they've won about seven on the trot in about five or six weeks. They were sitting last about six weeks ago, so shows anything's possible now. They're a win away from the big dance, mate. Uh, both been pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I, I, I actually seen that. They, they, they uh, beat Mason, and I think they'll come in last or second. Last. I think the Mason boys are pretty confident that they
0: uh, put him to bed, and then they went out there, put a bit of a score on them, and then ended up getting beat. Yeah, there was, there was some surprising results, so that's for sure. Uh, it's always good. You like to see some fairy tales stay alive, so you like the uh, lower ranked teams to get a win here and there. Uh, but what about you, mate? Speaking of lower ranked teams, I think you've got a lower ranked team for your League Castle legend that got a bit of an upset on the weekend. Yeah, mate,
1: and, uh, yeah, definitely. Dungog, beating Clarence down mate, undefeated all year. Clarence down beating um they won eighteen sixteen. It was a good, good tight game. Um, Clarence Town have got some good players around um, Trent Harper and Blake Birch. Both played a bit of first grade, so it
0: was good to see the, the country boys get up. Yeah, a, certainly, um, there's no love lost between some of those uh, Upper Hunter teams too. So uh, it was pretty fierce on top of that game, and yeah, good to see Dungog get a win, as you say. It was the first loss. For the Cobras for the year, they had two draws earlier in the year, and Dungog was one of those earlier in the year. But tell me a few weeks ago that Claro knocked off the Warriors. So Dungog will be enjoying, uh, probably licking a few wounds, I would have thought, from last week. While Claro shape up for what will be a tough game this weekend against Stroud, another another derby for him. So that'll be an interesting one, which we'll get into a little bit later on. But well done. So we've got three winners of the League Castle Legends, Cessnock, Central, and of course Dungog. So well done to all of them, and uh, we look forward to hopefully some upsets this weekend so that it, makes it, a, uh, make it gives us a few options for next week. Yeah, definitely. We'll jump into the Group 21 Rugby League now, and uh, they've got to the time of year. They're at the big dance this weekend. Last week was the prelim finals, um, and Aberdeen made the most across the grades of home ground advantage. They managed to qualify in the three men's grades, which is a pretty strong effort. They knocked over Scone 22-14 in reserve grade, and then knocked over Singleton 18-6 in the first grade. So... uh, Big day up at uh, Aberdeen last week, and they'll be primed this week, mate, you'd have to think. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: definitely back in Aberdeen. They've got a um, young fella from uh, Maitland playing up there, Tyler, of the Prince Campbell. Yeah. I think that's how say his name. He's up there, and I've seen um, Liam Foran's up there as well. So yeah, that's, that's
0: probably... Really ...up there, and that competition should go all right, I think. Yeah, they've got a good side, and, and you talk of Liam Ford, and he picked up the Player of the Year for the Group 21 competition during the week, so congrats to Liam. He's... uh. I mean, we've seen him in the Newcastle comp, so we know what he's capable of. But they're going to have their work cut out for him. But we might start with the reserve-grade grand final. Actually, I'll start with the earlier grand finals. We'll just quickly uh, just read through who's playing. So 10 o'clock, it all kicks off at Scone, and it's the ladies' league tag. And it'll be Scone versus Murrurundi. So uh, that'll be interesting to see Scone have been pretty strong across the years in the ladies' league tag, and I'll enter that one as the favourites. In the under-18s, it's been singled and taking all-comers, and Aberdeen will have a big job in front of them. Uh, to take down the Red Dogs or the Greyhounds as they are, are known, um, and I would certainly think Singleton going into that one as favourites. The ones we're here to talk about, mate, the reserve grade. It's Merrywar Magpies taking on the Aberdeen Tigers. There'll be no doubt with Aberdeen being in three grades. I'll have a huge crowd up there, uh, but will the Magpies be able to lift the trophy, mate? Nah, mate, I'm, I'm
1: backing in Aberdeen there. Both, I think they'll win uh, both grades. that will right. be
0: too strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against yeah. you in both them, mate. I'm going to go with the two minor premiers. I'm going to in the scone. Uh, I think it'd be great to see, as much as I'd like to see Aberdeen get some wins up, I, I think it'd be great to see War have a win with, not, with that being their top-tier team. and Obviously, the Group 21 comp's only been four teams this year in first grade, so maybe if they win the comp, it might lure a few more out and they might be able to escalate themselves up to first grade next year, hopefully to mix it and expand that comp a little. That'd be great to see because it's, yeah. um, it's a little, little, little d- disappointing to see the comp uh, in the state it's in at the moment up there. Yeah, it's
1: too far to travel, mate, like, like I've had a few mates that play in that um the the Colts and all that sort of stuff. And they play
0: Sandies, and no one, no one wants to play Sandies. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. And we're seeing more and more of them coming down and joining the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League and those sorts of competitions. So certainly, be interesting to see what the future shapes. And um, I, I think a big factor, in that'll probably be what happens with this Country Rugby League and New South Wales Rugby League merger. And then the following sort of yeah, year like, or two, we may start to see some amalgamations of comps and restructures and things. So. Look at the end of the day. As so long as there's an opportunity for the blokes that do want to play footy in those local areas, that's the main thing. And because um, we want more people playing footy, the more playing, the better. So, yeah, that's
1: it, mate. The competitions only look at uh, the Newcastle Mano League team. They've got that many league tags now. It's just growing, and growing, and it's
0: good to see. It certainly is, mate, and um, and it's starting to come, as you said, a bit more to that. You know, social side, many more looking at going for you know being able to play on a Saturday afternoon and then go to the pub with their mates and so forth. And I uh, know when I played played grade for Lakes, it was. Saturday, Saturday games were red hot, but sometimes when you played a Sunday game, uh, let's just say I might have uh, you know called in sick on a few Mondays due to uh, just due, due to it was definitely due to soreness. It wasn't due to you know how I rehydrated. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll move on and we'll jump into the real NRL. Speaking of the likes of Lakes uh, and the results from the weekend, we touched on it before. But Maitland, they went down ten points to uh, fourteen points to ten. Sorry, to Cessnock up there at home at Maitland Sports Ground. Uh, Cessnock—they're a little bit of a dark horse. I mean, we know the talent. Anyone that's watched any Newcastle rugby league over the last ten or so years, or probably longer than that, knows the talent that you know the likes of Scott Briggs and Brendan Hallad have. So uh, they're going to be a danger. Cessnock still fighting through for the next couple of weeks. Nah, mate. Nah,
1: I'm I'm, I'm going against you there. Yeah, not
0: not rating Cessnock. Nah, mate. I think I
1: think are uh, unlucky last weekend. Close game. Big, big scoring which um, I think they'll
0: uh, go back and watch the takes and all that sort of stuff and work on their defense like a lot less points get scored I'm, I'm back in South there yeah you're going know, to back South and as, as you said uh, South obviously they went down to Central in a high scoring one Central scoring late try to get away uh, they got up 30 points to 24 um, so as we said Central making a bit of a habit recently of uh, getting, getting the W's and um yeah, we'll get into their game in a sec. But uh, yep. Souths, they just didn't seem to have uh, quite the measure of central. They were right there, but uh, faded late, it looked like, from uh, what I could see. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of this one, did you?
1: Nah, no, not too much of it, mate. I,
0: I've seen it, uh, the back end of it, but um, no, I didn't go any. It was very, very close, I thought. Yeah, so um, as you say, not much, not much separating those two sides um, and, you know, Looking at the stats, I've had the stats provided to me from this one from uh, Josh Spiegelman who helps out with the statistics and, and on, on stats, South probably won the game, so it's probably probably not the worst, as you said, mate, to be uh, looking at them as they take on Cessnock this weekend. Uh, probably a little bit rough on South in that, that being said but they do have to travel up the Cessnock for this game, mate. Yeah,
1: yeah. Travel
0: done good. No, it's not. It uh, seems, seems a bit rough when you're team to finish second and you've got to take on the team to finish fifth at, at their ground, but that's... That's the way the that's uh, ladies, cookie. Mate. That's the way the cookie crumbles, so to speak. So it is a bumper day up there. We'll run through the lower grades and, and Souths have got a few sides going up there. So in the ladies' league tag at nine forty, it'll be Souths and Lakes. In the nineteens at eleven o'clock, it'll be Cessnock and Souths. In open grade, it'll be Souths and Maitland at quarter past twelve. One thirty will be a Coalfields to RB Currie. How good's That for semi-final elimination no, that's forty.
1: Be, that
0: is going to be a cracker, And I I. Believe the Curry side has uh, one of the most seasoned heads uh, around in Mick and playing for them. So um, he's, he's played in plenty of these rivalry games. So he'll be right up for it and he'll have the boys up for it. They've got a good side, Curry, both sides. Uh, We're right up to that one. But the main game, as we said, South and Cessnock. Now, what I want from you here, mate, not only a winner, and I think you're leaning towards the boys in red and white, but how much are they going to take it out by? Oh, I'm,
1: I'm going
0: to say 10 points, mate. South by 10. I'm going to go South by yeah. 2. I, I really don't think there's going to be much in it. Um, and it might be the boot. Uh, of uh, either of their goal kickers, depending on who they elect with. Uh, if Jason yeah. Keelan's back in first grade then him, uh, they've got a few handy goal kickers, actually. They've got one of the strongest goal kicking records uh, in the competition. I'm just trying to see if I can quickly bring up who kicked for them last week. But I know Jason Keelan went on a string at one point of about 30 kicks in a row that he didn't miss early in the season. And I think he's only missed one or two himself.
1: Um, him up. What's that? I think Canola Sharks should sign
0: him up. Yeah, I had Canola Sharks to do with pretty much anyone. I think they nearly signed you or me, or maybe not you or me, but, you know. Yeah, so it looks like Jason Keelan is back into the side. South have named a squad of 21, so it'll be interesting to see who ends up settling where this week. But, yeah, as I said, plenty of options there. And, yeah, it'll be good to see if he does play the half battle of Kirkwood and Briggs versus Glanville and Keelan. It'd um, have been absolute bell for that one up there at Cessnock Sports Ground on Saturday Sunday it's the big opportunity for everyone though it's the opportunity to get into the big dance and again the games kick off at 9.40 Wes in all five grades here at uh, Harper Oval on Sunday so they've got an opportunity imagine they took all five grades through to the grand final with a week off that'd be phenomenal uh, so... I, I... yeah you're right mate I, I personally think that they're going to do it
1: to be I think they'll um, definitely get there in first grade Big Back tie and all that playing for Yeah, got a lot of there. So. yeah,
0: I, th- I think the, the three senior grades are a pretty good chance. They'd be uh, going into each of those favourites. It'll be probably the 19s. Lakes are a very strong side And the ladies league tag. Central are. There's no love lost between them. A few players have traded clubs over recent years, but um, yeah, so we'll run through. So central with well, the minor premiers in the ladies league tag, they'll take on West. The 19s will be Lakes versus West. Open grade will be West and Curry. Reserve grade again. Both both the reserve grade games local derbies. West and South in reserve grade. And West and Central in first grade. I'm um, just looking at the team list here and on the New South Wales Rugby League website. Central have named a squad of 26 in, in first grade. So,
1: yeah, they probably both managing the works, mate.
0: Uh, just keeping their options open. <laughs>
1: That's it. Well, so,
0: West, they welcome back from their last game. few handy ins here in Luke Walsh and Mark Tafua. Um, so, yeah, they're just absolutely stacked. Uh, Ryan and Luke Walsh in the halves, Alex Langbridge at hooker, you know Ryan Walker and Pat matty in the, in the back row. So look, Central have got a big run, but I think this will be the end of Central's run. Uh, I'm going to go West to win this one by 14. Yeah, I'm I'm going to back it. there too mate. Same
1: scoreline. Um, yeah, West have got too much depth, too yeah. good of a side. Be good to see our big Mark go out of winning if he retired this year. I think he'd be getting close to hanging up the boots, big Marky.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, mate. He's been around for a little while. Um, yeah. uh, also interesting to see, obviously, during the week, Maitland announced that they'd signed Matt Lantry as their coach yeah. for next year. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what plays out there. Have you got any thoughts on who might take up the clipboard at West? No, I couldn't tell you, mate. I've I, I got a sneaking, sneaking feeling, and um, I, I said this to someone the other day, I reckon Luke Walsh as a captain coach next year there. Yeah, possibly. And on the back of Matt Lantry signing with Maitland... What odds do we see Greg Bird in the black and white of the Maitland Pickers next year? Just retired uh, from Calhoun. He, he went, to school uh, with, went to school with Matty Lantry at Rutherford
1: High. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening, mate. To be honest I, I, I think dude, he'd love to come back to the Pickers
0: and finish his career up there, but I can't see it happening uh, next year. Yeah, it'd be, be great for the local game to see it happen, and uh, he's got a lot of connections to that club. But um, yeah, we'll just wait and see. We'll run it. We'll run it as a rumor for the moment and wait and see.
1: Yeah, but
0: <laughs> well, that wraps up the Newcastle Rugby. Make sure to get down if you're uh, around about to either Lambton or Cessnock over the weekend and check out plenty of good action. As we said, kicking off at nine forty, running through to about five o'clock each day. Just park yourself on the hill, plenty of ales for about eight hours. What more could you want? Uh, we'll jump into the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League. Mate, this week you're going to come into your own. You know plenty of this footy. And we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We're going to start in reverse order. We're going to start from the Southern Conference in the elimination final on the weekend. Katara, 14, knocked over 1G6. And the Hamels and Ducks, they bounced back. They've been out of form for a couple of weeks. but put on an absolute clinic. 38-10, they knocked over Swansea to go through to the grand final. So uh, that sees it. Quarter-past one this Saturday at Waratah Oval. Swansea will take on Katara for the right to face up against the Ducks in the grand final. Mate, the, the, uh, du- the Ducks, when they're on, they're absolutely unstoppable. Yeah, mate. Um, I, I couldn't tell you who actually
1: plays in that team, but um, I, I'm backing in Katara there. I, I think they'll, they'll come home strong. They um, had a B-grade side that got that folded through halfway like, through the year, so I'm sure half the players have probably gone back there
0: just yeah, that, uh, side down there. I think that, that that a handful go back, but they're limited because I think when you put two sides and you do have to nominate a top twenty-five players, and they're not eligible to play in a lower grade at any point in that season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, they they went through a lot of players in that B grade sides. So there'd be a few guys that have at least you know either played a handful or they've potentially played in their A grade sides over the years and stuff like that. That'd be down there. So there'd be plenty of experience in that Katara side. The Swansea side though, they've got some big boppers as well. They've got the likes of young Dan Bauer who played at Waratah uh, for a number yeah, of yeah. years and. A few of those other boys around there, plenty of experience uh, in their side, guys that have been there for a long time. So mate, I think this one will be one of the one of the games of the weekend. I mean, they're all going to be great games, obviously, but I reckon this this could be an absolute belter. And plenty of good pundits are um, have been messaging the page during the week and saying Qatar are uh, a smoky here, but uh, I just can't go against my mate uh, Paul Gosper and he wants his swans in this one. But I don't think I think this will be separated by less than a try. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate.
1: Two or four, points
0: to come down to the yeah, and uh, whoever, whoever wins that one, they're going to have their work cut out come the big dance the week after. We'll jump, into the, nor- jump into the Northern Conference, mates, and uh, you'll, you'll know a few of the boys that float around in these competitions. Uh, Dungog, as we said, 18-16, winners over Clarence Town to get through to the big dance. Stroud, they, they, they're in at winners 24-20 over Hinton. Hinton led 20-6 in this one and faded out late. Uh, I'm told the cool, calm head of the Evergreen, Simon Chappell, coming off the bench was a key difference for the Raiders. Uh, not, not bad when you still get. We talk about Willie Palaio being old. He's still going around at 53, Chappell. Yeah, old Chappell, is a
1: legend. I remember playing against him a couple of years ago. He, uh, he gave me a fine. And I, I head on at him. He said, oh, what was that for? I said, oh, you fined me. last." Uh, so, uh, and I and then I called him again. He said, oh, I only fined you once. I said, yeah, it was $430. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, for, those, for those that aren't sure of the background, I mean, most people know Chavo but Chavo is uh, a member of the Constabulary. Uh, he's a local policeman. Uh, I'm sure he's found plenty of the boys over the years and uh, yeah, no, a, a great value bloke and uh, one of the best blokes. Like, I mean, he plays hard and he's tough and he's played at a really good level. I mean, he played through the grades at, at Manly back in the day but, um, mate, he, he's still a weapon and, uh, again, still one of the nicest blokes when you get him off the field. Yeah, no,
1: he's, he's a good bloke. i uh, actually makes his son reach
0: yeah, okay. and, and mate. So we've got this this weekend. It'll be up there at Lakeside at three pm. It's the main game on the number one field. Clarence Town versus Stroud. I'm seeing a few people, few people commenting. They reckon Claro's going to go out in straight sets. That would be a huge result after not losing a game all year. Yeah, uh, well, I, well, I
1: can't see that happening.
0: No, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to see it happen because I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see Chappo get a win and and hopefully retire, just so that you know we can talk about someone else being the oldest player in the comp for a few years. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: but. You know, <laughs> Uh, but, but who knows, mate. Uh, as you say, the, the the strength of that Clarence down outfit, I can't see them being off their game twice in a row. Yeah, that's it,
1: mate. Definitely.
0: I'm, I'm backing Claro by uh, 12 to 14. Uh, I'm going to say 14. I'm going to go Claro by 8. Uh, next up, this one, it's the uh, long-distance derby, mate. You've got you've got a vested interest in it, but um, we'll run through the results from last weekend. And The Aberglass and ants they went through to the big dance with a 19-18 win over Tall Timbers. Uh, and then in the elimination game, mate, uh, it was... Uh, your brother running around with the Gloucester boys. They've got a deep squad, that one. Uh, they won 16-8 over Morriset and they'll now, quarter-plus-one on Saturday, take on Tall Timbers. Uh, Tall Timbers will be glad they don't have to go all the way to Gloucester for this one. There's been some road trips in that C-grade, Colin. Yeah, definitely, mate.
1: Definitely. Budgingly,
0: Gloucester. The Gloucester, Tall Timbers. Arimba. I there's some miles to be had, so... Uh, what what are you thinking but, here? Tall Timbers, obviously they've they've got the wood. He's got this is the third time in four weeks these two sides have played thirty to ten in the regular season. Then Tall, tall has got them in a close one in the first week of semis. Is it Gloucester's turn? Yeah, I oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have
1: to go the other side. They've got a um, a mile of talent there too with um Steve Cook. Like he, I think he's ready to hang the boots
0: up too. I thought he was going to hang him up after he won the A grade last year, but I think he's just sneaking you know, his way um, down the grades, picking up a couple of trophies.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's what they're doing, mate. Um,
0: uh, big
1: column.
0: I big Colin, I've played against him at short. He's, he's up there as well. Yeah. Bart um, Rower? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his surname? Uh, it's escaping me at the moment. Hang on, I'll, I'll think of it. But, yeah, uh, they've, they've got, as you say, they've got plenty there. They've got another, another guy that plays in the centres, I think, that um, has played some decent footy at South. In, back in the day, a bit of res- plenty of reserve grade. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they're, they're just stacked. It just seems that they haven't quite clicked yet. I think, when, I think what, what might happen is if they get through to the big dance, they could be a likely suspect to click and um, put put some points on against Ava yeah. and it, I mean, it could be quite a high-scoring affair. Uh, but, yeah, mate, I'm going to go with Gloucester in this one too. I'm going to go extra time, uh, and, and, we'll, and we'll back the big fella, big S for us to get across the stripe in extra time to win it for him.
1: No, nah, I can't say that,
0: nah, nah, that. But, nah. yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick Gloucester by two. All right, lovely. So we've got it being close. Next up is the B-grade, uh, West Wall's End. They've been so close. Yet so far in recent years, you guys probably yeah. last year when you went to the B grade decided thought it was a good chance you were probably playing them, and then uh, Uni knocked them off. And uh, I mean, they're only I think it was only six points or eight points that separated you and them for the minor premiership last year in B grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like and this this year they uh, they uh, they missed out in the last round again, and uh, then they t- got their revenge against Morpeth last week sixteen ten and went through to the big dance. Uh, meanwhile university, they had a big win over Malibu. I'm told the school one did flatter university a bit, they just took their chances. But twenty four six and you know, they're they're a bit uh, you can't really write them off and it'll be an absolute belt of a clash this weekend. Morpeth versus uni over there, three o'clock on Lakeside number two. Yeah, mate, I am I'm, I'm gonna
1: back in uni, mate. They're they just they just, just too big, like they never give up. Like, you could be beat them thirty to six at half the time. I mean we'll beat them thirty to six and we went on with it, but, but they just they just don't give up. They keep coming and coming and coming yeah the, um, I think there's three or
0: four instances uh, in the second half of the season where they've won games in the last four four or five minutes or less so um, yeah they just as you say they are just fit they're not the biggest side but they've got yeah. guys that throw well above their weight and they've got some some really handy ball players in that side and, and a few good strike outside backs of you know you, you can shut down a couple of threats and all of a sudden another option will pop up
1: somewhere so yeah. oh Bobby Jones
0: yeah, Bobby Jones. Uh, who's the other one in the centres? Nick Goodfellow. Mate, right, they've got Jared some good ones. Um, and obviously the experience of Jared Rodimer in the halves. Uh, like, he, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, Tyler Keys is the other one. I was trying to think of the name. And uh, and then occasionally they just sneak out the the old the old coach, uh, Craig Carsley, out there as well. And he's, uh, I mean, he's not, not the most magical ball player, but he's solid and uh, gets through plenty. So they'll, they'll um, I think they'll go into this game as favourites, even though more for the minor premiers. And uh, I'm going to go Uni to win this one by 14.
1: I think they'll be a bit closer than that. Moreport seem to have pretty decent defence. I think I watched a game on the weekend. Um, unfortunately, for the on the weekend, it was a like it was raining, so it was more of a forwards game. And you got a pretty decent ball pattern like the Donkey Brothers and Big Dan Melmouth. Um, I'm going to tip Uni by eight. All right,
0: lovely and. Here we get to your grade, mate, uh, and you'll know a little bit about one of these sides that uh, will compete on the weekend because they were the team that uh, unfortunately knocked you out, and that was Dudley. They had a win 18-16 over Windale. Uh, they finished the game, I think, with 11 men, Dudley. Discipline is a bit of their Achilles heel. Dora Creek, meanwhile, they did a real job on Belmont. I don't think anyone saw the margin of this one really coming. 24 points to 6. Uh, I'm told Belmont, Belmont um, played one of their uh, worst games of the year, and, and it, was a, it was a horrible injury to... Um, uh, Harkus, who uh, broke his ankle so we wish him all the best from Belmont South um, and uh, yeah Belmont South will have their work cut out to get back up for this weekend's fixture it'll be 3 o'clock at Waratah Oval. Belmont versus Dudley this will be a physical encounter I think what are your, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah yeah definitely mate um, I, I think uh, Belmont are really surprised against um, yeah Dora like you said that, that scoreline like they played each other a couple of weeks ago and uh, Dora went down to a 26 that was their first loss for the season um, they then, they're, uh, they're just too, too physical, mate. We played them on a week night at Woodbury, and they, they ended up beating us to 84-12. To but then they, they just, just get up in your face, well, structured. Liam Bonney, mate, he, he's a class halfback, right? Now the, um, the, the, the,
0: option, the options they've got in the halves, they've got Liam Bonney, they've got Jacob Briggs, and then they've got Nathan Taylor. Every one of them, I'm pretty sure, has played first grade. Well, definitely, yeah. Jacob Briggs has played plenty of first grade. Nathan Taylor played a good amount of first grade central, and, and if Liam Boney hasn't played first grade, he wouldn't look out of place in a side. So yeah, yeah, when you've got to leave one of those three out of your halves, it's um it's a pretty pretty good problem to have. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm
1: backing someone there. I feel um, it's definitely been a two horse race all year. You can tell by the competi- that competition ladder. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised that uh, no the
0: scoreline with Wendell and uh, Dudley was that close. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we are one of those sides, if they, if they can get you into the arm wrestling, you get caught in, and, you know, again, Dudley with a bit of discipline. Um, they had the ability to do it. So, again, they're another side a bit like you guys. I think they threw well above their weight for the season, did really well, uh, made the most of their opportunity coming up with those competition points, but got some surprise wins and did quite well to finish third. Unfortunately, they went out um, last week for their, for their yeah, sake. Yeah. But... Um, Hats off to them. I, I don't think, again, similar to you guys, I don't think they had a roster that they put together thinking they were going to play A-grade football. Yeah, definitely. So, um,
1: they're they're captain that big Jake Snow, No, Zach Snow isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Zach
0: Snow. He's, he's a good forward. Right. But, uh, They've got some really good forwards. Yeah, the, the other one that always blows me away is uh, Josh Brett. He's only, he looks like he's only about 80 kilos ring and wet, but he quite often plays in the front row. There's not much of him, but he goes from pillar to post. And... Um, doesn't leave anyone wondering, even in contact. while like, he takes on plenty of bigger bodies, and I'm sure you've probably run into him over the years, mate. Um, you know when you run into him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it,
0: mate, definitely. All right, so um, what are we going with here, mate? Are you going with the Rabbits oh, to win this one? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm going with um, Chop Morris, please, to get up, Dolly South. Uh, I reckon they'll go on by, I'm going to say 12.
0: Yeah, again, I, I think Dudley's only chance is they've really got to pick up their discipline if they want to try and be in the mix on this one, but I think Chop and the boys will be too strong. Uh, but there's no love lost between these two sides, a bit like Dudley and Windale last week. If, if Belmont's out get caught in Dudley's Dudley's arm wrestle and niggle and niggling tactics, they might uh, find it hard to get back out, but I'm going to go the Rabbits to win this one by eight. So that, that brings us to a wrap, mate. It's a little bit shorter show now as we get to the business end of the season and uh, not as much footy to discuss, but it's the best sort of footy there is, finals footy. Uh, yep. plenty, plenty to be enjoyed. Are you going to be getting out to some games on the weekend? or? Yeah,
1: mate. I'll, I'll go out to the characters watch me
0: um, rather hopefully they get up and get to get the yeah, big um, I mean he, he's still got a hope of going back to back that'll be a nice little story for him and obviously a couple other boys in that team as well it'll be interesting to see a couple of blokes from different grades go back to back with with the one side you know they've, they've compiled a, a decent roster as we said they've got Cookie and um, they've picked, up, they've picked yeah. up one or two others from um, Shorty as well so yeah. Yeah, Michael Edmonds, yeah, he's up there, and um, is there a young, one of the halves maybe as well? Yeah, they're...
1: they're Hand taker? I watched, I watched, I watched their, um, their game on the weekend, they've got a good young, you know, Jonah, he was a freak in their halfback, he was running
0: the ball like a front row, I couldn't believe it, it's just tough. Yeah, mate, it's, and that's what it comes down to, in some of those lower grades, isn't it, is, is that level of toughness, and uh, you know, some guys that can step up if your forwards aren't quite winning the battle, it's... Uh, it's a bit. It's a bit like '80s footy, a little bit when you get the end of some of that seagrass, especially if it is yeah. wet. Which I don't. I don't think it's going to be wet up this weekend. But um, mate, uh, you'd know as a forward sometimes if you can see one of your backs who, who you're not relying on, but stepping up and, and making that extra. You know, there's extra couple of runs just when you boys are tired, especially in the heavy wet conditions.
1: Uh, Very handy.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. I'm just trying to have a look at who that winger would be. And it looks like it'd be uh, Jonah Mason that you're talking about, and, yeah, yeah. and the other one we are talking about before, of course, who's played at Shorty and played all over the place as well, uh, West, etc., is Colin Clark. Yeah, that's team,
1: That's him. That's what I'm
0: trying to think of, so yeah, so they've got, as we said, they've got plenty of depth all, all around, um, some of those names, Edmonds, Forrest, you know, Hand is the halfback that you were talking about, um, you know, it's, yeah, they've got uh, a fair side on paper, but again, games aren't one on paper, but I'd love to see the Gloucester boys, it'd be good for the community out there to, See so them then go, go uh, deep into this one and get into the big dance and go from there. Uh, of course, guys, we'll get, make sure everyone uh, gets, a, gets around the show. Make sure you try and rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether that's Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, any, uh, Google Play, or any of the other reliable podcast providers. And, of course, follow us on social media, on Facebook, and on Twitter, Lee Castle AU on both of those. And uh, we'll actually be naming... Uh, after this weekend we'll be naming our we're going to do a lower grade, so B grade through to the Southern and Northern Conferences Team of the Year, uh, so if anyone's got any tips for that, uh, any suggestions uh, feel free to inbox the show, we'd love, love to hear people's thoughts on those and then we'll do an A grade Team of the Year after the Grand Final, so uh, yeah, there'll be. Plenty, I think last year there was plenty of controversy around these Brett, mate, um, we're never going to please everyone, but uh, if, if you had to pick, pick uh, give me a back, a half and a four that you reckon should be included in the lower grade Team of the Year
1: um big great, down, mate. I'm gonna say, put my centre. I'm gonna uh, have Jay Smith. Yeah. Um, forward, I'm gonna have Kai Donkey. Top the spot. I and low will kind of competition. And for a uh, halfback,
0: I'm gonna go with old mate for Costa he's a young handsaker. He's been yeah, he's yeah. been a good pickup for them. Yeah, I think he'll certainly be in that mix. He's done well for him. Um, mate, I don't know if your brother's going to be dirty. You didn't nominate him. No, nah, mate. No, nah, mate. Never. No, nah, never. <laughs> Can't have those bragging rights. Well, mate, thank you very much for your time. It's been good. Uh, the sec- second appearance from uh, someone from Woodbury Warriors this year, so it's been good. The club's been pretty supportive um, with trying to you know communicate with us during the year. Plenty of the boys have given us plenty of feedback, some of it positive, some of it negative, but that's all right. We, we're never going to make everyone happy, um, and I'm always happy to chat footy with anyone uh, via message or any of that sort of stuff, and even when there was all, that, all the difficulty around the regrading and stuff, uh, there was people from the club who were happy to try and, you know, just give us a bit of insight onto, onto what the mindsets were and, you know, how you're approaching things. So we, we appreciate that and we wish you boys all the best and uh, hopefully we'll get you back involved in 2020, mate.
1: Pleased to be back, mate, that's for sure.
0: All right, we'll make sure everyone gets out to the footy this weekend. Uh, enjoy your footy, enjoy a couple of beverages on the hill, especially if the sun's out. It's been some good weather over the last couple of days, so hopefully we get some pearler days for footy uh, over the next couple of weeks. So uh, good luck to all those sides involved uh, across the weekend. There's plenty of grounds, I think we've got about six or seven grounds across Newcastle on the Hunter, So check out your local footy. Go down, have an ale, and uh, cheer on your local side. Thanks again to you, Brett Forrest, and uh, we'll catch everyone next week.